0: Yeah, and it's time for the Game Sports Podcast. It is your host, David McKaig, Jr. This is the Wednesday edition of the Game Sports Podcast. The date of this recording, or should I say pre-recording, is November the 1st, 2023. Nonetheless, if you're tuning in day of or after, it is always relative yet electrifying content. As I said, David McCaig, Jr. with the Game Sports Podcast. This is sponsored by Flawless Roofing Seal Incorporated. Flawless Roofing, you can check them out on their website, flawlessroofing.ca. They've had over 30 years in the business. Residential, commercial rooftop, it does not matter. Flawless Roofing will have you covered and you must and should protect your investment and start from the top. And you would be going in the right direction with Flawless Roofing. Their work is yes. Here comes the corny part. Is flawless. And let me point out that corny part is coming from yours truly. That isn't a part of the slogan. They are located in Sault Ste. Marine and Thunder Bay. However, it does not matter where you are located. They can come help you out. That is flawless roofing. Again, flawless roofing sure seal incorporate. Over 30 years in the biz, protect your investment. Start from the top. The Game Sports Podcast is powered by 91N. That's 91 Network. If you're wondering what 91N is, well, just to save time, I'm just going to get you to head on over to the 91 Network YouTube channel, which is formerly known as Yes TGM, now known as 91 Network, and you can check out the announcement upload that will give you the entire detail that you require. If you wouldn't mind spending 20, 22 minutes hearing out the full detail there, but long story short. That is the new name of our network that we are powered by taking over for the name of t That simple this episode of the game sports podcast we did have more action-packed content to bring to you in terms of especially with more people in this opening segment however due to some technical difficulties we were unable to achieve that so you will just have yours truly for the opener here in this edition and in this opener I am going to be getting into everything hockey yes I know that is very simple it might be even very Dave if you will if you know who I am but nonetheless there's a lot of news in the world of hockey that I have to get to in such a short period of time that I'm going to try to cram in within the next 10 to 13 minutes before we get into our second segment. And our second segment is going to be, since it is Wednesday, if you're a game sports podcast loyal listener or if you're new to the channel, well, you're going to be in for a treat because we will have our In the Pocket segment. Our In the Pocket segment is our football show. And for those over in Europe, no, not soccer as we call it over here in North America, football, uh, that is going on now. It's seventh season that we've been doing it with the game. So myself and we expect Justin Heichel and also EJ Russell to join as well. Now I'm going to get into the first segment of the show. Due to time constraints, if you want to have any other detail or news updates, particularly with 91, and like I said, head over to the YouTube channel. But i got to get into hockey content here. There's a lot to get into. And as I mentioned, it would have been nice to be able to go back and forth with a couple of our members on the Game Sports Podcast family, but due to some technical challenges, we couldn't do so. So I'm going to try to keep you up to date. And I am going to touch into some local content. Yes, if you wonder what local means. That is based in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, in the Algoma region. So for those that are outside of of that region or outside the Sioux, don't worry. It is still very entertaining content. Doesn't mean you have to skip over to the next part. Uh, you're definitely going to want to hear this, especially. And I'm also going to get into some major junior, more so with the WHL. I'm going to get into some semi-pro and professional with the East Coast Hockey League. I'm going to get into the American Hockey League, the professional level, as I mentioned, and obviously the National Hockey League. Some feedback um, that I'm going to give that connects to that, as well as news. Was that confusing? Probably. Well. well you may as well let me get into what I'm going to tell you. Firstly, I'm going to go to the topic around the national hockey league that I've been getting texts about in terms of reactions. Of course, there was the tragedy that took place with Adam Johnson, 29 years old, a freak accident during a hockey game overseas and taking a skate uh, to the neck and very sad. Former Pittsburgh Penguins player. Of course, Pittsburgh played a paid a lovely tribute uh, to Adam Johnson. And of course it was a tragedy, but you know, this was a tragedy that has been a scare for hockey players for a long time. If you look back at, re, at incidents back before, even when I was younger, I'm, I'm not going to get into naming all the ones that I can recall. This is one that stands out, of course. And uh, with Adam Johnson being such a young man and playing competitive hockey, there obviously are freak accidents, but there are freak accidents that could be avoidable. And it's unfortunate that a tragedy such as this, uh, and it's not the first time a tragedy such as this happened in terms of this extent with his death, you know, that could be argued. But in terms of this happening in general and having the risk of that happening or it happening, it has happened a few times in National Hockey League. And this one hits closer uh, to everyone in the hockey world uh, because of how freak it was. And definitely sad, someone far too young to have passed away and doing it with a game he loved uh, and worked so hard for and such a freak accident to occur is such, such a shame, and it could have been avoidable. The WHL Effective today has made it mandatory to wear neck protection, while on with the ice activities, the ECHL and AHL, uh, through the Pittsburgh Penguins organization, Wilkes-Barre and Down, have made it mandatory to wear the neck guards in those uh, with those teams as well. So Wilkes-Barre and also the ECHL team with the Pittsburgh Penguins will also be wearing the neck guards as well. Kyle Dubas made that uh, quite quickly. Did he enforce that rule? Obviously, he can't do it yet in the National Hockey League. That is because that rule is not in place yet, and you can't just place a rule with your team in the National Hockey League. It's a little bit of different, uh, different strategies that you have to take there. But the WHL is going to make it mandatory, and obviously you're going to see other leagues follow, which eventually I think will go up to the National Hockey League. Now, with the National Hockey League, does it affect anyone's playing or anyone's skating? Look. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I I did play junior hockey uh, when I was when I was playing. Even now playing men's league hockey, you know we don't wear neck guards. Heck, playing men's league, I don't wear shoulder pads. I wear elbow pads. Very very not safe, if you will. But the neck protection, you can make that very quote-unquote fashionable if that's what players in the NHL worry which should be the least of their concerns but also it is not uncomfortable in any which way you know I still have my old neck guard downstairs will I be putting it on in men's league no but I guarantee you they'll probably start making that mandatory for them to get but it is not uncomfortable to put on and it protects your neck and that is where What if this happened with Adam? We will not know if he was wearing a neck guard or not, but that is the point. It's called a neck guard. So it would have guarded his neck and probably saved the extent of the uh, laceration that occurred. So the, the, the point of the matter is, Better safe than sorry. That's the one I want to go with. And am I in support of net guards being mandatory in all leagues? One hundred percent. And yes, I might be. I might be asked more questions about this because I'm even going to the levels of men's league and and recreational hockey. But why not? It is something that everybody should be wearing. It's safe, especially in those recreational leagues. The game is not as safe, believe it or not, because you sometimes have players that are a little bit, let's say could be not as skilled, if you will, and also maybe not as safe while they play the game. And sometimes with slipping and falling, skates go up in the air, injuries can occur, or obviously tragedies can occur, and we don't want that to happen. With Adam Johnson, it was such a, a freak accident, and I do recall him playing some games in Pittsburgh. He was a very, very tenacious player. Uh, he was continuing his game overseas, and his life was taken too early uh, due to a, an accident that was yet a freakish accident, but I feel could have been avoided. So I'm in full support of the net guards being put into place. I want you to let me know what you think. Comment below. It's definitely been a conversation around... All social media and all podcasts, but if you end up hitting on this podcast, let's go a little back and forth if you feel like it or send me a private message. Going further into the world of hockey, and I am going to have to pull up some articles Uh, With this, because it is relation to the Algoma region, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. So obviously in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, there's an OHL team, and the team is called the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds. Everyone that is a Toronto area and Toronto fan, just because of Kyle Dubas being a part of the management team there for over five years, they all know who the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds are. But this isn't in relation to Kyle Dubas. This is nothing to do with that. This is actually about what's currently happening. Uh this weekend, which will be on Friday or sorry, Saturday, November the fourth, make sure I get my dates correct. Joel Thornton will be coming to Sault Ste. Marie, who just recently announced his retirement. Number one, Joe Thornton. And number two, as of today, he has indicated that he's gonna be joining Hockey Canada as well. He's gonna be taking a managerial role with Hockey Canada. That is, that is Amazing. Joel Thornton week for sure in full effect here in Sault Ste. Marie, but also in the National Hockey League or just the past couple weeks due to his announcement of retiring, but now joining the Hockey can on the managerial side. Joel Thornton will have his number retired in the rafters here at the GFL Memorial Gardens here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario uh, for, for the Sault Ste. Marie grounds. His number 19 will be hung in the rafters here at the Memorial Gardens for short. And there will be a full jersey ceremony and both 91N, yours truly, and the Game Sports Podcast will be in attendance for that jersey uh, retirement. And we will certainly do our best to give you the uh, rate on day of content there. And there's been some press releases by the Sioux St. Marie that You can check online. You can check on their website and also in through some media outlets if you're Sioux St. Marie. But if you're outside the Sioux, check out the Sioux Grayons website. It is pretty great. There has, there has been an interview between the Hounds and Joel Thornton. And Joel Thornton mentioned after – you know, his time here in Sault Ste. Marie, he definitely praised Sault Ste. Marie. But his quote that I am going to read, I love the Sioux. I've always felt loved and welcomed there. It is a blue-collar town. I fit in there. I played their style, and I think, I, I think people like that, said Joe Plain and looking back in his time uh, in the Locke City is what was used uh, by director of public relations, hockey administrator, and Hawk radio broadcaster, Jerry Linscombe junior going to give him credit for that uh, email that he sent out to everyone in media, but also the press release. Now, if you're looking at some information about if there's going to be any behind-the-scenes media content, now, obviously, we'll see what happens day of, but uh, there was attempt in terms of coordination with some logistics around their weekend's events coming up. Uh, and Joel Thornton, uh, there will be no type of media lengthy visit where yours truly can sit down with them for 10 to 15 minutes and have a interview for a segment or anything of such. If something could be worked out, we will try to do so. But based on the email today uh, that was sent out due to his brief time that he's going to be spending here in Sault Ste. Marie uh, and due to the high degree of interest, of course there would have been, and there was apologies all around uh, there'll be, no availability for media coverage so we apologize for that in advance but we will try to give and provide everything that we can from our end if we're able to sneak in an interview we will we know that yours, truly and the crew of the Game Sports Podcast can certainly be attractive uh, in terms of trying to get people to talk. So we'll try to get that skill going while we're there. But uh, he's going to be heavily swarmed. He's going to be busy, and we're going to respect Joe's space and to the request of the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds. But nonetheless, we are going to be there for the ceremony, and it's going to be a great time. If you're in Sault Ste. Marie, definitely go on over, check it out. Uh, you don't want to miss that. That's a that's a proud event. It's been quite some time since we've had a hung jersey in the rafters. And I mean, we, as in the city of Sault Ste. Marie, because that is where I'm located. So make sure you get on down to the Memorial Gardens on Saturday, November the 4th, to check out recently retired and now part of the Canada managerial side for international hockey, Joe Thornton. Congratulations to Joe Thornton. I'm actually looking over to the left I got a Joe Thornton signed autograph that came through a friend of mine in front of the show, Zach Tricuado, professional hockey player, uh, when he was on Boston. So he was a young lad there, of course, before he went over to San Jose. Uh, but it's definitely going to be hard to miss a guy here if you're in Sault Ste. Marie at the Gardens, someone who is about 6'6 six, six and has a beard. <laughs> uh, so obviously he is he is not, you know, 6'6", six, six, but he is a, a guy with a beard uh, that you definitely won't be able to miss. Uh, and again, that's Joe Thornton coming to Sault Ste. Marie uh, to have his jersey retired here in Sault Ste. Marie. The number 19 will now be in the rafters uh, at the Gardens once again. And just to correct his height, I believe he is 6'4", just to get his height. But it's going to be cool if I could be able to meet him. But nonetheless, enjoyable moment all around. The NHL, going to give you some news about the National Hockey League. You know, there's been a lot today, especially if you're an Ottawa fan. My goodness. Uh, they have to forfeit a first-round pick in 2024 or 2025 or 2026 um, in terms of what happened with the Evgeny Dadunov deal uh, in the previous draft. So there's that now. There was a very interesting story that was shared by friend of the show, and you hear his voice on EASHL uh, or the NHL twenty four rather, or and if you play the ESHL or EA NHL in general, James Sobalski, who has a great podcast. So definitely check him out. He had an interesting story about saying, what, and an inquiry saying, what if it was an American team? And that's something I've been seeing a lot of in terms of the comments. That's a very good point. Uh, that, 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 that is a very good point. But the Ottawa Senators at the forefront, their first round pick, either this upcoming, the year after, or the year after's draft, It'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Pierre Dorian, on top of being an Ottawa fan right now, Pierre Dorian was relieved of his duties as a general manager of the Ottawa Senators on Wednesday. 51-year-old will be replaced by Steve Stales. Steve Stales, uh, obviously former NHLer, and using a quote from from the new owner of the Ottawa Senators, his my first 30 days as owner of the Ottawa Senators has exceeded my expectations from all aspects. From the great fan of the sport to this incredible city that's adopted me with open arms, to the passionate staff who care... For very much for our team, as well as a great, exciting team who also care very much on the ice. Our team got off to a great start in the last 30 days, but unfortunately, the last 10 days have not been much fun for me. And I kind of got brought, uh, brought back down to earth. Look, Dorian joined the Senators in 2007. He's been a long-term employee there since 07 as a scout. He became the director of player personnel, if I recall correctly, in 2009, as I removed over the article. But then he became the assistant GM in 2014. And then with Brian Murray after 2016, uh, when Murray announced that he was stepping down, that is when Dorian stepped on in. So he's been there for quite some time. There hasn't been success in Ottawa, of course. But granted, for Dorian, there has been improvement, and there's been some good drafting. If you look at Kachuk, uh, you can look at some moves that were made. There, there's definitely been maneuvers with the team. And I f- Tim Stutzla, they've definitely done very well in trying to rebuild this team the right way. But obviously, I feel like the owner had, had Dorian on a very, a very, very, very thin ice. I feel like any slip-up, any lengthy slip-up, he was ready to make a move. And obviously, what happened with the dadnoff issue that could have been a little deciding factor as well. Uh, some decisions that had been weighing over, and he wanted change and some relief. Uh, I'm I'm saying I don't know if Dorian is the problem, but obviously, it hasn't been a help of the resolution towards the problem either. But there has been some steps in progress with the right direction. And I feel that the Senators may have reacted a little too soon with the with the firing of Dorian, but especially on a year where they've now been riddled with injuries that if maybe if they were a healthy team, that maybe they would be a wild card team in the National Hockey League for the playoffs. But it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Looks like it might be another high draft pick this year if you're a Senator fan, but hey, so a lot of season left. Definitely coming by surprise at firing, even the Dadnoff issue with having to forfeit a first round pick. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The National Hockey League today, there's there's a lot that we could talk about. And today I went into talking to the OHL, WHL, I even mentioned the East Coast, the HL, talked about Dubis, talk about Joe Thornton, and high extent, of course the Ottawa Senators. The NHL has been off to a hot start. There's been hot and cold teams. And if you're wondering when we're getting into a bit more of hockey content here on the Game Sports Podcast with a more bigger group except yours, truly. Trust me, we're going to get onto that hopefully by next week. Uh, We've had some cancellations on shows on Mondays, so we apologize for that. There's been some changeover in our business, as you know, so there's been some priorities to attend to with that. But a lot of news in the National Hockey League we can get into. The last thing that I'll mention, the Heritage Classic with the Edmonton Oilers and Calgary Flames, wasn't a huge fan of it. Cool to watch. It was good to see Connor McDavid back out there on the ice. Big win for the Oilers, but hoof. Those Calgary Flames are going through some. They're not hot. They're not not being Flames right now. They have been. The Flames have been put out in Calgary. And Noah Hennepin has paused contract talks. We're only just under 10 games in. Calgary, buckle up. And you know what's scary the most? That team should have better expectations. Should be doing better. And that team was built by Brad Tree Living. Current GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Same situation? No. Is it different? Yes. Should he be criticized for it? Nah, I guess not. It's not fair. But that is a team he built. And they should be doing better on paper. I think they are better, truly. I think they're a wild card team. I think they have a chance to be a playoff team and not really win a cup, maybe not even get out of the first round, but definitely not be the way that they're playing. It all started with the lack of goaltending that hasn't been doing well. The Oilers are having the same issue. But there's a lot of problem there in Calgary. And if I'm a Calgary player right now, I wouldn't want to resign there either. If I'm if I'm Conroy, I'm looking to. You got some good prospects coming in, Celebrini. You 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 got some good players coming up. Heck, you got a Gidlas son that coming up in the draft. You know, you gotta know Calgary is gonna be looking at that. But even the year after that, Mike, you got know, Michael Misa. That that guy's gonna be a franchise player. If I'm Calgary, it's time to rebuild. Set it all down. You might have to trade a newly acquired Huberdeau. It might be hard to trade both him and Weger, especially the contracts given, but you can see what you can arrange out of that. Maybe you keep them then and have them around for the rebuild, but trades need to happen, and you got some tough contracts to move, and that goes from Kadri, Huberto, and Weger, but you got assets you can move on expiring deals. You can do some retention of salary, bring it down, do it early, get the pain over with for the next couple years, do some good drafting, really invest in your scouts, and move forward. This has been David McKaig's, uh first segment of the Game Sports Podcast. If you will, I say my name in a plural type of uh, realm. But, again, this has been the first segment of the Game Sports Podcast where I've been bringing you everything hockey. And I am overtime. I said it'd be 12 minutes. It's 20. And we got about another 20, 25 minutes of In the Pocket. So it looks like we are going to hit the same length as we usually do here on the Game Sports Podcast. But it's all content that we hope that you enjoy. As I mentioned, it is commercial free. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to have In the Pocket here on the Game Sports Podcast. Don't go anywhere. And Welcome back to the Game Sports Podcast. Your host, David McKaig Jr., continuing to join you here on this edition of the Game Sports Podcast. We are in the second segment of this electrifying episode, as always. And this is the drumroll insert, not inserting actual sound. In the Pocket segment for seven years, In the Pocket has been throwing hell Marys to you giving your ears gifts of pure content beauty for the past 7 years from a phone at Sport Center to now with headsets in our ears and Heikel's amazing background if you are on video pure pure fantastic background that's not even a joke that's 100% accurate now the in the pocket segment the portion of this episode is sponsored by SportsCenter Center Bar and Grills who say me ontario's best Sports bar, best wings. They also had the Game Sports Podcast Pizza. At the time, it was called the Game Sports Show when we were recording their live. Fun fact. Now, obviously, COVID changed a lot of things up, as well as our, our picture no longer up at the bar, but they are still a proud partner of the Game Sports Podcast and, of course, been around for the entire seven years with the original sponsors of the game that's amazing and we continue to be powered by 91n and again special shout out to flawless and Seal incorporated the full sponsor of the game ej russell justin heiko are joining yours truly for the second segment i'm gonna go first to ej russell over in the united states of america the one only ej russell ej my friend how's it going
1: Yo, what's going on? Uh, happy to be here. Sorry I couldn't make it last week, uh, you know, with the new gig. Uh, when people are buying cars, that means I don't typically leave work. So had a good month last month, just ended up uh, yesterday, took the day off today. The missus and I went and looked at a house. Oh, Not a good boy. one. I don't think uh, we like this
0: one, though. Oh, uh, But to, that's you all gotta right. Know. You gotta know when you walk in. You gotta know when you walk in.
1: I think she did. <laughs> <laughs> no, but happy to be here with you boys, as always.
0: Now, EJ, I don't know if you want to, no no free ads, but I didn't want you to say if someone's looking for a car, can they find you? What can they do? Can they find you online and maybe ask you <laughs> online? Yeah, give yourself yeah cool you,
1: you can always hit me up on Facebook. Uh, just search my name, EJ Russell. Nothing to hide here. I am who I am. But uh, salesperson over at Riverside Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Escanaba. So if you need a car, I got a guy for that. And I'll tell you what, uh, we'll make it a pretty easy experience for you. Car buying sucks. I try to make it easy for you. I love that. And he doesn't pester you. He won't pester
0: you. Okay? He'll get you what you want, EJ Russell. And he might even talk about the Game Sports Podcast.
1: It, it has definitely been plugged at the dealership <laughs> several times. Many, As soon as I say that I'm on a podcast, people are like, which one? I'm like, well, you can find us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, blah, 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 blah.
0: Insert promo that I don't need to do now. Love it. Justin
1: Heichel. This is why you need to send me my championship belt so I can set it on my desk.
0: Yeah, you deserve it. You won't have it after this year, though. That's fine. Justin Heichel, my friend. Another week, another in the pocket, another hell mary, another slant X five eighty five slant. I don't know. I'm not a football. I didn't play football in high school. How you doing, my friend?
1: Spider three Y banana.
2: You're good. <laughs> good to be back. Good to be here again. Uh, you know, another Colts loss, but I'm still smiling. <clears throat> <laughs> Painful heart.
0: You know, in a row, by the way. Two in a row. Two in a row. Injuries don't help. Injuries do not help.
2: Well, I don't But it could I... be
0: worse. It could be
2: worse. Yeah, I'm not a Minnesota fan, although, the yeah, the Josh Dobbs trade's pretty nice.
0: <laughs> that was. Okay, now. I was going to pick up Josh Dobbs this week because both my one quarterback is named Deshaun Watson, who I don't know if he's ever healthy or not. The other one is Jarek Goff, who's decided to take a bye this week. So I had to pick up someone. I went very, very – I was really hovering over Dobbs, but it was on when he was on Arizona when I was picking it. So I was kind of like,
1: uh,
0: right? Now I picked up Young, the
1: Panthers. Um but I will tell you what, if you're looking for a flyer on fantasy football, I scooped him up. Take a gamble on Will Levis. The guy threw four touchdowns in his first game as a professional quarterback.
2: You know
0: why? Yeah, there's I up there's some other the fucking Steelers. There's <laughs> there's, there's, there's some other dick in Dave's
2: league who took Will Levis. That was uh, might not have been me. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that guy. You that Justin's was like that guy. Like, the second quarter in the game on Sunday, I was scrolling through the yeah, free agents. Like, eh, add thank you. Find this guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, if, if you're wondering what Justin's talking
0: about, we're talking about fantasy football. If you do fantasy football, gamble and have fun responsibly. But... You may not be as good as me, and I can only say that probably for a little bit of time because I am first in my league right now, number one, six and two record, and I never would have thought.
1: Everyone's gonna get injured it. next week. Now that he said that on the air, yeah, yeah. I just
0: fucking, I just, I just lost. I'm playing Dane Hancho this week. Everyone knows the game, knows that who Dane is. His name is twenty eight to three. I love that as his name. If you know, you know what that means. Uh, But he has a lot of players on a bye this week. I only have one. So might be my week to go seven and two. Sorry, Daner. But we'll talk real football here. EJ, at the end, I'm going to give you the two-minute warning to be about college football. So anybody ask me about college football? I do get asked that at times if we're going to cover it. Look, I'm not your dude for that. I'm not going to lie to you. Your guy, or the two guys on this mic right here with me, EJ for sure, Tyler as well, when he comes, uh, that's not me. I know football. My passion is the NFL. I know where I stand. I can quarterback, but I'm not going to catch the plays, if you will, for that. So I'm going to let EJ take that at the end. I will give a shout-out to St. Mary's, St. Mary's football. Why? Well, very strange. For a number of years, I've been saying on this podcast core Colts football, core Colts football, core Colts football in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, winning championship after championship. But now, St. Mary's has. Come out on top this year. So congratulations to St. Mary's College on winning football. That's that is uh, they take down a juggernaut. They 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 take the throne. Uh, and congratulations to them. So I want to make sure I give them a shout out because I do have a lot of listeners Um Mancuso, They got a group there that uh, actually do like the Game Sports Podcast and compliment us. So I'll make sure I give them the love.
2: But don't right don't, now, uh, for the, don't they, forget the Cora Juniors too. Hey, they won.
0: Oh, yeah, I can't forget that. Oh, thank you, Justin. The core juniors, though, did win. So there are going to or there is rather going to be a thing that I say again this year. The core Colts won football, but it was for junior this year, not for senior, but quite a run. They did have the core of program with senior football. But nonetheless, Justin Heichel, EJ Russell, we got National Football League to talk about. Let's do it. Let's kick it off with that. Even though we have kicked off technically, we're just getting into the first down, getting into our plays Let's talk about the previous week. What had you going? What doesn't have you going? I know I actually want to start with, I still count this as last week. I know we're this week, but the week hasn't started yet until tomorrow. The Oakland Raiders decide to open their door today and just say, ha, nope. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to fire everybody. Everyone's gone. Fired. You're, oh, sir, you're definitely fired. Have you ever seen Mr. Uh, Mr. Deeds at the end when he was firing everybody? That was that guy today firing everybody outside of Oakland. Uh, and there's now going to be a little changeover. Obviously, Garoppolo is sitting on the bench. I believe the, ro- the young guy is going. I, listen, a lot of changeover in Oakland. Hike, what's your thoughts on Oakland being a, a clean house destination now?
2: <clears throat> I'm going to be the jerk and say it, but uh, it's Vegas. It's the Vegas Raiders.
0: Oh, yeah. I said Oakland. My yep. goodness. See, yep. correct me. That's and because it
1: gonna... feels like the kind of douchebaggery that only occurs in Oakland. You know well, what? Is, I, I, good... You're
0: not wrong. That's D- I'd definitely always be that guy to me, and I'm not editing that out. I usually edit out my mistakes at times. I'm not doing that this show. It's all right. I've, any I've, any I've, been, saying,
2: be... I've been saying the San Diego Chargers for well forever i still say i'll say it forever san diego
0: let me rephrase the las vegas raiders clean house that actually goes good with vegas it sounds better than oakland to be honest
2: no but honestly thoughts? just like it was kind of it's overdue or and that's weird to say going into the first week of november in a season um but it, the raiders weren't going anywhere they weren't doing anything you got a couple guys that are Like Josh Jacobs, you signed at the beginning of the year, you know, can't really do anything. He's not the entire offense. Devontae Adams can't throw the ball to himself. I mean, Garoppolo's looked brutal this year. And I mean, there was, at least in my head, a thought process there that Garoppolo coming from the New England tree, McDaniels coming from the New England tree, maybe that would match up and and work. Um, But it, obviously has not. It's been the exact opposite. I mean, like, you got some some good players on that team. I mean, like, Max Crosby on the defensive side. You've got, like I said, Jacobs and Adams, but and Adams probably doesn't want to be there much longer. He got brought in planning on playing with Derek Carr, who got kicked out the door 12 weeks later. Uh, didn't even, you know, last the whole season before he got bounced, and uh, like well, why would Adams want to be there? It doesn't look like anything's Nothing. He doesn't want to be part of a rebuild, and I mean, we we went through the trade deadline yesterday, so I mean, anything, any chance of movement this season is gone. I mean, he's as a Raiders fan, it's kind of a bummer looking at the rest of the season.
0: See, you know what I find really different, EJ. Oakland. uh, Here we go again. Las Vegas. Let me get that drilled in my mind. Las Vegas. Hearing still too much baseball going through my mind, and I'm hearing a lot about the Athletics. But anyways. The for Las Vegas, if you compare other leagues, a lot of people may think EJ and football is different, right? Drafting is different. Every league is different in terms of drafting in football. You know, I remember when the Pittsburgh Steelers traded Antonio Brown, you know, they they got nothing for him. It was a third round pick, if I remember correctly. And it. Antonio Brown was still a very good receiver. He went south after that, of course, uh, until winning Super Bowl. Uh, but even then, still not the same player he was. But the, the asset management portion, you know, as a, as a sports fan, I'm a big believer in asset management. And what I mean by that is if you're going to have a team that is not going to be successful for the remainder of the year and you're looking at a new outlook for the team and you are got to look over for a change, I feel like you can make a quicker change in football than most of other sports. Maybe. I know maybe Browns fans won't agree with that because of the quarterbacks they went through for a number of years, uh, but I feel like they made a mistake not trading Devontae Adams. I think they did a good thing with the relieving of a lot of individuals on their staff, but I think not moving Devontae Adams and moving some key pieces that are more ha- quote-unquote in-prime or veteran pieces was kind of a mistake to get some more draft picks to accumulate for the draft this year.
1: Ah. I don't know if I would have even put McDaniels back in the driver's seat to be in that position. I mean, he failed miserably when he was at the helm for Denver Well, as well. Maybe it has something to do about going and playing out in the AFC West. Maybe it has something to do with uh, just not being competent enough on both sides of the football. We know he's great offensively. But I don't know that moving any of these pieces were necessary. The, the biggest thing, and I, I, we said it right away, and Hike mentioned it, Devontae Adams went there to play with with, uh, David Carr, right?
0: Yeah, with Derek Carr. Derek Carr, sorry, not Derek Carr. I'm right here.
1: I'm right here, David. (laughs) But here's the thing. It it was the Fresno State connection that was the most important part there. And when they shipped him away, you really derailed the whole aura of what was supposed to be the one-two punch of your offense. Josh Jacobs, who has not run – since he's changed his number nearly as well as he has in the past. I think he's more carried about, more concerned about his jersey number than he is about carrying the football right now. Uh, it's just everything that the Raiders are about right now seems to be everything except for football outside of Max Crosby, who just made a million-dollar donation to Eastern Michigan University, and they are now going to be naming the stadium after him. Uh, so congratulations to him as well, Michigan native, uh, for those listening in the United States of America. Uh, yeah, I just don't like what the Raiders are doing. I smell a dumpster fire, and uh, I think Las Vegas is used to dumpster fires and tragedies, and so, I, I, you know, and I'm not saying that to try to be dark or anything like that, and I'm not poking fun at the, the serious, you know, human rights things that have happened out there or things that have happened to people. I don't know if human rights is the right words I'm using, but it's just it's a dumpster fire in Vegas, and it smells like cheap liquor and booze.
2: I don't want to be the one to mention it first, but I'm going to be the one to mention it first. Then this is like twice in two weeks. But the Raiders are kind of going to fall. I think potentially going to fall into that same hole. They're in a location where you can sell tickets no matter what. So what does it matter if you win? Place to be I a guess- player though, too. A lot of distractions. I, get, I I mean, I guess I. I guess I could say it without even you know referencing the Toronto Maple Leafs, but I did it. And that's where it is. But I don't oh, yeah. The first hockey yeah, reference. What but a chode. The, the team makes money no matter what. You'll sell jerseys no matter what. So if you got new names to put on the jerseys every year, you're just gonna sell more jerseys. I mean
1: That doesn't is, necessarily that work. As a Browns fan, trust me, you usually didn't buy a jersey because you never knew which one you were gonna keep. Yeah, Dude, that's... that's
0: so much money in that team, right? Like look at the stadium It's gorgeous. It's the Death Star. It, it literally looks like the Death Star speaking of Heichel's background relevance right now if you if you know you know just look above Heichel's head if you're on the video. Uh but that aside, you, you have an organization with the Raiders. I should really just say Raiders instead of going to Las Vegas, because <laughs> I really feel like I might slip again. So I'll stick with the Raiders. The it's an organization that expected to win. They had all this excitement coming. Look what's around them right now. Right? You have the yes, there is a team that's recently won in that city. There's now they might get it they might get the the, it seems like they're going to get the athletics.
1: teams. Excuse me, Dave. Teams haven't the WNBA Aces won a championship as well out there. Oh, teams, uh, teams yeah, up,
0: teams up, uh, teams up, plural. Thank you, EJ. And they're they're pretty much. It seems like they're going to get the athletics from the Major League Baseball side, and they're going to have the Las Vegas A's, which I think is so hot. That's such a good name. They keep the same logo. I'm all for that in Vegas, uh, but. They 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 wanna win. They thought they had a team that could make some noise and it's not happening. You know, you bring in Devontae, you got Jacobs, you got a piece, you got a nucleus of players that can do it and they're not doing it. That, that simple as that. And if you don't succeed in that high of a caliber of a profession, you're gonna be you're gonna be fucking fired. There's my take my first swear of the night. You're you're gonna be you're gonna be terminated. You're gonna be out the door. Uh, and they're going to bring in somebody to try to bring in who's going to bring you success. I don't know who that person is. I'm sure there are coaches I'm not thinking of, uh, but they are going to do something where they're I think going to focus on the scouting side. But I feel like they've had a missed opportunity to really try to bring in some draft picks for this year and do a, a kind of a quick reset. But maybe in the off season they go after a big bigger name quarterback. They they kind of bring in some pieces by spending money because so that's what Vegas still has left to do. EJ, I'll get you. Is there anything you want to bring up in terms of a point for this past week before we get into this week's pick 'em? And then actually, Hike, I got to give you the floor before as well. But EJ, I'll go to you first.
1: I got nothing. Actually, if you guys want to know what I got going on, I got some commissioner issues over here. I just vetoed an absolutely absurd trade, and the boys are hot.
0: Oh, I just. I I actually forgot hike to bring up a fun fact that was a hockey reference in the first segment about how Austin Matthews signed with Prime with Logan Paul and KSI uh energy drink. I'm going to tell you right now I'm not a big fan of that Prime drink. I'm going to flat out tell you. Uh but we'll then save that, that we're for pro- We're we're probably
2: going to disagree there then. I'm uh, I'm big <laughs> on the, uh the hydration blend they got going on. That uh, I, that uh, ice pop one is the, probably the best uh hydration beverage on the market we should delicious
0: pause ta- we'll table that for monday's edition that we actually plan to have but hike anything for you that you'd like to bring up uh in this uh kind of round table segment before we get into the next
2: uh to the pickup mm-hmm. i mean the giants jets game was kind of a shit show like that that <laughs> we joke about like teams with losing records trying to like See which team could lose the game, but legitimately that game, like aside from the very end where the Jets were like, "Fuck, we could kick and like take this to overtime," like the like the Giants. I don't even know what the fuck the guy's name was, Danny DeVito at quarterback (laughs) intermittently there had the trash man rolling around, like like I that was like that's that's a bad like, like in a prime marquee like. New York playing New York in MetLife Stadium, and you get two dogs trying to fuck a football. That's what you end up with. Like, come that on!
0: Such garbage. That game was fucking garbage, man. I've never seen such garbage. Like, like the there Titan- were negative passing yards at one point in that game.
2: Like the Titans game was a riot to watch because for the first little bit, they're rolling through Malik Willis, Will Levis, throwing different packages out there. Like shit, you didn't think the Tennessee Titans even had in their playbook. Just to figure out, okay, how this is going to work. And then Levis came out and dropped three or three or four.
0: DeAndre Hopkins loved them. Four. Was it four? Yeah. He like, dropped four. Like. So, yeah, like,
2: like, I don't know. I'm going to start putting mayonnaise in my coffee and see if maybe that uh, I can start playing like Will Levis. But honestly, honestly aside from that, there wasn't, uh, for having no bye weeks last week, there wasn't, it was a fairly tame week.
0: You saw him in the pocket, pun intended. In the, or, placement tenant in the pocket, throwing that football The hop. I feel like there's one point where he doesn't even know where he was throwing the football. I don't know if I want to call beginners luck yet. Look, he plays the Steelers this week, so it's a, day, a game that I get to actually watch him, and he's going against a defense that is getting, you know, is very good. The reason why the Steelers are above 500 is because of that defense. It's not because of their offense. I was going to say, it's probably because
2: Matt Canada, I heard Steelers fans really like him, and they'd like to oh, have him have a contract extension.
0: They would love him to remain there. They, they, the the, the poll is a, is at a high 99% rate to, on the opposite side. The guy is going to – but you know what? Tomlin makes – Tomlin runs the ship, okay? People must – got to remember that in Pittsburgh. Tomlin runs the ship. If Tomlin wants somebody there, he'll be there. Heck, if he wants us to broadcast for them, I guarantee we'd have a call tomorrow we'd be broadcasting for the Steelers. Tomlin is – that team, and the defense is that team. The only reason why they have a 500, above 500 records is because of Watt, because of Herbig, and because of Highsmith. That, that is it, but we're not talking about that yet. The point is, we're going to see what really, what willy-nilly, Levi's, Le- Levis, Levi's, sure, that's a new one, Levi's jeans, Levis is really made of. Hike. And I mean, made up by second and third week of playing. I'll see what happens. You know, because one week could dictate. Hike. I want you to get into the pick'em this week, um, and we got some games to pick.
2: And I'm going to let EJ pick first. Well, let's uh, let's uh, go to the standings here. I'm still a little bit shocked at the Will Levi's comment. That's <laughs> uh, that I one's said, probably never. Like... I That's three in my brain
1: for. Three. I mean, in my uh, Amazon card, I got a pair of Levi five zero twos. Are dude, they the Are
2: they the Will uh, Will
1: Levi's? Hold on, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get the color. It's uh, Will Will. The color is Will Khaki. Will Khaki We're, Levi's.
0: Honestly, I'm on
1: fire this week.
0: I'm on fire. There's the Raiders. I'm saying names. It's great. Whoever's getting this shit right now is
2: loving what's going on. That's a good one. This is a good quality episode this week. <laughs> uh so into our pick 'em standings here. Uh we got a bit of a change in the lead. Uh so Steelers Nation has moved up to first. Uh with 78 first points. For 3 weeks? 3 weeks. Uh Dave and EJ tied last week, both getting 9 correct. Uh EJ in second. My chub is miles long uh, at 77 that, points. And uh, I'm still holding it down in third, uh, seventy-five points. But I won the week. What a week. sweet
1: name, Hikes Picks. Yeah, Hikes, Hikes
2: picks, picks. Best picks. Mine uh, sucks.
0: Hike. I still can't change the name. I tried on my phone. I can't. So we'll have to discuss that offline.
1: That's like what you've always put for it, though.
0: No, I put something else last year. Did I not? Or did I always have? I think Steelers it was Steelers name? Nation. Yeah, oh, yeah I that sucks. That's what, what it was. So we gotta change that nonsense to like Will Levi's. <laughs> <laughs> Heichel or EJ, you go first with your picks this week.
1: All right. Well, Dave's going to like this first one. I got the Steelers beating the Fighting Levi's uh, <laughs> in the first game. Uh, third tomorrow, uh, I got the uh, Miami Dolphins taking down the Kansas City Chiefs on the road in the Germany game. That game takes place in Germany at 9.30 in the morning. It's the uh, probably. I think she's got an international tour planned, so I, I sure we'll go with that. Hey, Kelsey doesn't play as well when she's not there. It's a big football news. Okay, let's move beyond that. Uh, I got the Vikings uh, losing to the Falcons at home. Browns top the Cardinals at home. Uh, I think if weather plays it any bit of a factor in that game, definitely. Favors Cleveland. I got the Rams over the Packers. Commanders over the Patriots. I got the Saints beating the Bears. Ravens over the Seahawks. Buccaneers take down the Houston Texans. I do have the uh, Heigles Colts beating the Panthers. Raiders over the Giants. Cowboys I have beating the Eagles on the road. I think the Dallas shows us a little bit about themselves and that defense and what they got left in the tank this year. Uh, I got Cincinnati taking down the Bills strictly because they're at home. Other, well, I mean, I still almost took Buffalo in that game, but I'll take Cincinnati over the Bills. Uh, Chargers over the Jets. Chargers-Jets score, I got 20 to 13. Chargers, uh, Bills, Bengals, I got 21 to 27. Bengals, I think most points this week is going to be the Miami Dolphins. I think that's going to be a high-scoring game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Least amount of point this week's, I think, is the Arizona Cardinals-Browns. have one of the best defenses in the NFL.
0: Damn. Damn. Well, as the luxury of being in first, I'm going to pass. Going, I'm going to make sure I go last. Hike, you're
2: next. He's just co- he's just copying. are not
1: be changing That's your picks, Dave. I never saw. did.
2: They're 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 in. They're in. I picked them on Tuesday. All right. So for the Thursday nighter, I uh, I'm taking the aforementioned fighting Levi's uh, <laughs> over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. That's my new name. Uh, a couple, a couple mayonnaise touchdowns tomorrow night. Uh, Dave, hey, right now you
1: sound, you sound like uh, Jerry the King Lawler trying to call Royal Rumble every time you hear a new team name. Oh, Fighting Levi's—that's my new name. Like Jerry Lawler, the new guy—that's my pick. Ravens Stereo is my pick. That's you can't my change guy. a team that's name, name every week, Dave. That's my pick. The Fighting Levi's—they're no. my name now.
2: No, no, I've been a Valvina's <laughs> fan forever. No one was a
1: Valvina's <laughs> fan.
2: Val that's Venus. funny. Funny no story. One.
1: Funny story. Ladies. I possess somewhere in my parents' house a Val Venus autograph on the inside cover of like a Hardy Boys book, like like the like the Nancy Drew for dudes, the Hardy Boys. It was I just what that. I had. We ran we ran at an Orlando Airport going to us, somewhere in Florida, and my dad recognized them because we all watched it. We were all too scared to say something. He goes, "Excuse me, sir, are you Val Venus with the big penis?" <laughs> Said it right out loud just to embarrass us. And uh, so then, uh, yeah, my dad got his autograph on the inside of my book cover.
0: I fucking love that. That's. that's I wish you would have said you story. had on a towel. I wish you would have said you had an autograph on the inside of a towel. Oh,
1: that I do think he was wearing sweatpants pants, though.
2: <laughs> the big uh, gray, big gray joggers going through the airport.
1: Pretty much, yeah, they were gray.
0: Love that.
2: All right, well, let's uh, <laughs> back to your picks. back into your uh, fighting uh, Levi's. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dolph- yeah. dolphins over the Chiefs. Uh, I'm taking the Vikings it's off the rails and a the boys. Yeah, it's it's a run. <laughs> uh, Cleveland over Arizona, uh, Rams over the Packers, the Washington Football Club over the Patriots, Saints over Chicago, Baltimore over Seattle, Tampa over Houston. Colts over Carolina, Giants over Vegas in a game that might have a total score of 20 points. Uh, Philadelphia over Dallas, Cincinnati over Buffalo, Chargers over the Jets. Scores I got, the Chargers 36, Jets 24. I'm hoping it's entertaining to watch. That's really all I'm hoping for. Uh, and then the Bills. I got 31. Cincinnati 44. Most points this week. Cincinnati fewest points this week. Carolina.
0: Oh, don't tell me Carolina's least points. It means my fantasy football is going to be garbage this week. I got well, to have you first. watched
2: them try to play. Yeah, I have. They took the just, same offense not... that didn't work in Indianapolis with Matt Ryan and gave it to a college kid and said good luck. Shh. I should have went after Josh Dobbs.
0: Nonetheless, my picks this week. I was actually almost going to pick the Titans and the Levi's this week, but I said, you know what? Fuck up. Hayward's back with the Steelers. I'm picking the Steelers this week uh, in Thursday night football. Pickett needs to have one good game this year. The offense needs to come out once. Maybe this is the game. The Chiefs over the Dolphins, Falcons over the Vikings, Browns over the Cardinals, Rams over the Packers. The Washington Commanders over the Patriots. Saints over the Bears. Ravens over the Seahawks. Bucks over the Texans. Panthers over the Colts. Because of fantasy football, mostly made my decision there. Yikes, I'm definitely going to lose that. Raiders over the Giants in a game that might, like Heiko said, score 20 points. Eagles over the Cowboys. Bills over the Bengals. Chargers over the Jets. 28-17 Chargers over the Jets. 34-28, 34-28, Bills over the Bengals. Most points this week, New Orleans. Least points, the Bears. <laughs> Those are the pick'em this week. From your first place, second, and third place in a three-player league, pick'em league. We have fun. <laughs> if you want to join us, comment below, reach out to us below and think you can beat us. Look, our success rate's very good. Look, I can sit here all day and debate about who's the better picker for football, okay? But it is EJ because he's won back-to-back years, uh, so I can't debate that. But besides that, to have a success rate that of sixty-four percent for yours truly, sixty-three for EJ—that's embarrassing five. for me. That—that that is a good number still. I'm usually that closer is, to
1: seventy, Dave. Come on now.
0: I know, but that's a good number still. That is pretty good. You know, you might win some money by listening to us or doing the opposite.
1: No, don't listen to me. The second you bet on any of my picks, they'll lose. (laughs) Don't listen? My goodness.
0: Now, Hike and I are going to take a little bit of a back seat to a degree. Hike, not really. He's going to be kind of in the pastor's seat a little bit with this. But it's going to be our two-minute warning that we've introduced on this segment towards the end. Uh, We're going to work on the two-minute end. But I think EJ is going to hit the two minutes today. Uh, He's going to be talking about – college football for much to people's requests and when he's done we'll have our wrap-up to this uh this evening's edition so ej take it away for two minute warning talking ncaa and hike be there at the ready if you are needed because yours truly will not be ready
1: Hey everybody, when we're talking about college football, things just got exciting with the first edition of the college football playoff rankings, which actually see the Ohio State University, and yes, I said that intentionally for a reason because of my bias, but the Ohio State University sits at the top of the rankings. Georgia falls in two, Michigan three, and Florida State four. Rounding out on the outside, you see Washington, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma, Old Miss to round out the top 10. Now, these college football rankings are somewhat subject to question here because in a league that just last year, in a collegiate football world, that saw 38 of the voters vote for Georgia to be the number one team in the country, 19 to vote for Michigan, and only three each to vote for Ohio State and Florida State, what is the committee seeing out of Ohio State that they feel that they should be placed? in that number one spot. Is it the strength of schedule? Is it the competition that they played? Are they valuing that Notre Dame game maybe a little bit more than some of the other games that teams have played? Possibly. But I'll tell you this. Michigan certainly is a team that passes the eye test for me. And that is difficult for me to say. Fuck Michigan. They do pass the eye test for me, though. Okay, Georgia passes the eye test for me. I have questions about the Buckeyes every Saturday when I watch them you know air force is undefeated and i think they've won games in a more resounding fashion than ohio state has having to hang on to win games 14 24 to 14 24 to 10 against teams that they should be blowing out of the water yes ohio state took care of penn state yes they took care of Notre Dame when that was a top 10 matchup. Yes, they've done those things. The SEC may be a little undervalued this year, but I think that Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State are really leading the way when it comes to top football teams in this country. The Big Ten looks like it's leading the way, and they're beating each other up on their road to the final the last Saturday in November, which sees the game, the Ohio State University taking on the University of Michigan. It is going to be a huge battle and one that's going to play out here in the end. Two-minute warning from E.J. Russell. Just
0: coming in a little little shy of the two minutes, and that is perfect. So I will make up that time because you know yours truly can certainly do that. This has been the Game Sports Podcast. This has been football. Let me give you a hot take this week. Buy Levi's, and you can buy them from Amazon. That's my final recap on two-minute warning.
1: (laughs) Uh, Hold on now. Yikes.
0: Yikes. It's like a... Nick. No, is that a no for you, Hike? No Levi's?
1: That's a Nick. That's an ick. Oh. I can't, can't see, see it. that. Come on, focus it's in. Not oh, it's not Oh, it's not going to. No. The video
0: can't
2: wait for it. it.
1: There they are. Oh, there oh, they are. There's the Levi's.
0: The Levi's man, 402s, buddy. 502, 502. babies. 502. 502. I can't read or talk today. That, that made 10. for a
1: great piece of radio. That's yeah. great. That did a
0: little video showing, <laughs> but that's why you gotta veer over to YouTube to watch the video so
1: you can see our reactions about Levi pants. I actually own a couple of those pants.
0: Now it's literally one, the
1: only pair of pants I own, I kid you not. We've we've pants. probably talked an equal amount
2: about Levi's and football in this entire segment tonight.
1: That's we need to right. talk about Taylor Swift.
2: Dude, the guy threw four touchdowns. He deserves to talk about the brand of jeans he invented.
0: Okay. The guy also put DeAndre Hopkins yep. on the map this year, which made my football fantasy absolutely kick ass this week on a week that I had no business winning. Love it. Dave for president.
1: Know oh, that the 49ers play in Levis Stadium. <laughs> but actually, yeah, they do.
2: It's crazy that he has the naming rights to a stadium and just started his first game.
0: And what
1: a guy. Look out, guy. Brock Purdy.
0: Oh my God, the guy needs to come on this pod very fast. I'm I'm dying inside. I love it. The Game Sports Podcast Hike, thank you very much. Until, well, we'll plan to have you on a Monday next week because we're going to have a little bit of a debate about Prime Energy Drink, I think. Might have to come out on there, but nonetheless, thank you for coming. I'll I'll
2: do a taste test. I'll go to the store. Don't make me.
0: Oh, I'll buy it for you, and then I'll th- I'll throw it out
1: after.
2: Halfway. I saw a pink one when I was at Circle K the other day. I didn't buy that one though. I bought the moon, whatever, moonberry moon or something. Moonberries moonberry. apparently just taste. Just like- throw
1: it away. The guy, the Paul brothers are from Cleveland, and even I don't drink that shit. They are from Cleveland.
0: That's a fun fact.
1: EJ Russell, my friend, my. My friend who's been
0: around the Game Sports Podcast for a number of years for a story that is worth hearing to hear why he's gone on. We're not going to get into it now. You'll have to listen to the tribute show to our late friend Scott Nason or to any show we've talked about actually a lot on a lot of shows, how you got on here. But nonetheless, it's a story to be told. But ever since that, it's been one of the best times for this show to have you included in our family. So happy for you to come on by for another edition of In the Pocket.
1: Thanks for having me. Of course.
0: Now, the Game Sports Podcast is powered by 91N, 91 Network. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out on the Game Sports Podcast. Anything you hear, audio, Spotify, Apple, make sure you hit like, follow, and subscribe on all those platforms. Flawless Roofing and Churchill Incorporated, main sponsor of the Game Sports Podcast. 30 years in the biz, protecting your investment. Start from the top. The In the Pocket segment was brought to you by, however, Sports Center Bar and Grill, Susie Ontario's best sports bar, six years in a row plus. Listen, this place is rocking. I had pizza and wings in there for the other night, and it hit the spot. I want more because that's how good it is. It's addicting. No, I'm just kidding. No, I can't legally say that. It's addicting. <laughs> Jokes aside, Sports Center, Bar and Grill, Samuel, Ontario's best sports bar. Fantastic. And thank you to Sports Center for being a part of the Games family for over seven years now with involvement on in the pocket. We'll be back here on Monday. And for those waiting for the James Sobalski. Special edition upload that will be coming. Just keep an eye on those uploads. It'll be great. But we'll be back on Monday for more the game content, and of course, our in the pocket segment. will be back on the Wednesday edition next week. Let I me mean, remind you: keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah! <laughs>